Hi, I'm Liz Munoz, CEO of Torrid. And at Torrid, we know how hard it is to find a bra that looks great and feels super comfortable, especially if you're a bigger or curvy girl. So we have spent the last two years building the perfect everyday wire-free bra with the belief that it should feel as good as it looks. It gives all the support and shape you'll ever need without any of the wires. Honestly, it's the first bra you'll forget to take off when you go to bed. So come to Torrid.com and try our life-changing wire-free bra today. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And, of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And today I am broadcasting from beautiful Atlanta, Georgia. I'm so grateful that you've made a decision to join me today from all over the world, from Africa, South America, Europe, Canada, Central America. If you're listening uh, to this show today, as I say every week, you have been attracted by the spirit so that you can receive the revelation, the insight, you know, just the answer to your prayers. You know, you've heard it said that whatever you're searching for is searching for you. Well, it is simply a beautiful day here in the ATL. Man, can you believe that it is already September? Oh my goodness, where did 2021 go? And I'm going to be talking to you a little bit about that. Well, uh, I've had a great week, a very fruitful and productive week. You know, I don't like to use the word busy. I like to say that I am fruitful and that I am productive. So I have a great guest for you today. My very special guest is Dr. Barbara Franklin, and she's going to be talking to us. Man, she's so powerful about shifting and changing your mindset, uh, how to develop a winning mindset with uh, meditation and visualization. And uh, she is really an expert in spiritual and metaphysical principles. I can't wait to hear what Dr. Barbara has to say. Well, you guys follow me on social media. Guess what, guys? I almost have 200 followers on TikTok. Yay. Yeah, I know my story behind TikTok. I'm not going to go into that that again this week, but follow me on TikTok, uh, on Instagram, Law of Attraction Constance. On Facebook, Coach with Constance, and of course on Twitter, LOA Constance. And so um, I think that is it, of course. Oh, I want to tell you about my upcoming mastermind. I haven't come up with a date yet, but uh, it is going to be probably beginning in October, and I'm going to limit it to 10 people, 
Why? Because I wanted to be intimate, special. I mean, my, my last mastermind, it was awesome. As a matter of fact, I just found out this week that they are still connecting with each other on WhatsApp. So even though the mastermind is over, uh, whoever their partner was, they're coming together as a group. They are still doing the work, the inner work, uh, because the assignment that I'm giving in the manifesting mastermind, it takes a year to work through some of that stuff. So I have my new mastermind coming up in October. And next week, I'm going to announce that specific date. And it's going to be for six weeks. What else? I think that is it. But I want to talk to you a little bit. Oh, visit my website at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Yeah, I know I have a lot of goodies there. You can get my two books. If you aren't ready to coach with me yet, uh, get Get either one of my books, Secrets of Success. And I really need to change that title to Success from the Inside Out because that's exactly what it is. <clears throat> and, uh, and then my second book, Attracting Genuine Love. All righty. So, so, so it's September and, you know, it's something about the fall. It's so interesting. My clients in Australia say, Constance, it's autumn or fall, or it's approaching autumn or fall where you are. But in Australia, it's spring. I just love God is so amazing. So, so you know, it's September. And for me, September or the fall always, it puts me in a reflective <clears throat> I'm going to say not melancholy, but it puts me in a, just a more focus, a more reflective mode. It's, it, to me, it's a very noticeable shift because the children go back to school, the leaves start changing, the weather. It's just something about September for me. What about you? So, so this is what I'm going to ask you to do. You really need to take a look at your life. <clears throat> you need to say, what do I really want from my life? And where do I want to put my focus for the next 30 days? <clears throat> so I'm just going to use me. So you guys know that, you know, spiritually, there are so many areas. That's why the people who took advantage of the my buy one, get one year coaching, we're going to focus in on 10 areas of their lives. But for me, in September, what am I doing? I am setting my intention. I'm going to focus on my my eating or nutrition. Now, you guys know I've been walking, running for 30 years, still doing that. I've always been a healthy eater, but I want to really focus in on restructuring or possibly refocusing in on 
what am I putting into my body? You know, there was a time when I used to take, man, 20 or 30 different supplements a day. You know, so we all shift and change. You know, you guys know I eat very healthy, but I want to really become more specific. So starting this week, I'm going to do a three-day juice detox. I'm going to go and pick up the juices from this place called Roots here in Atlanta. And it's a three-day detox. <clears throat> then I'm going to do all vegetables or, or something like that. I'm just making a decision and setting my intention to have a more alkaline body. <clears throat> so can you guys see that just by me saying that, that that's where my intention and my focus and my energy is going to be going. I'm going to be thinking very intentionally about what are you eating, uh, you know, et cetera. Now, it doesn't mean that the other areas of my life are being neglected. It's kind of like if you're cooking, you've heard me say this before, and you really have that front, uh, the front stove, the front eye on really high because you're cooking you're cooking stir fry I'm just gonna hypothetically say that but on the on the two back aisles you're gonna have um simmering really low maybe something else so it's not that you're not that those two things are the two back burners that they don't have your attention it's just the front burner that's where your 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 intention is that's where your energy is right now so for september take a look at your life and just determine what is the one thing that i'm going to focus on i'm going to focus on this one thing and really make a shift really make a change really add new habits really add i'm sure dr barbara's going to talk to us about new mindsets really add new practices i don't know and so that's that's what i feel about september because ladies and gentlemen you are god in the earth whatever you decide where wherever you put your attention You've heard me say intention, get an intention and put your attention on that. And we've heard Dr. Micah Beck would say that wherever your attention goes, energy flows. So if your intention is, I'm going to, I don't know, read more, or your intention might be, I'm going to really search diligently for a job. Uh, or a new career. So see, see, my intention is I've always eaten very healthy, but I want to be more intentional. I want to take a look at it and say more of this, less of that. I do realize that this year and in 2020, I ate more carbs than I normally do. So I want to take a look at that. I believe God gave us all things richly to enjoy, but I want to become more moderate in my eating. What am I doing? I'm being very intentional. So I want you guys to email me and let me know what your intention is for September. Just let me, it can be anything. 
um, somebody asked me today, uh, one day this week, do you believe in quitting habits? I said, I think I believe more in adding new habits. And when you add new habits, the old habits over time dissipate. So you're putting your intention and attention on what you want to add. So let's just say hypothetically, if you want to, okay, I just use me a more alkaline body. Instead of me looking at what I'm not going to eat, I just might add the new habit of an extra eight ounce glass of water or an extra serving of vegetables. And it's kind of like if you go into a dark room, if you're in a dark room and you turn on the light, you add light, what happens to that darkness or what happens to that negativity? That light automatically, what? Pushes out, dissipates darkness. So think about that one area and what new habit, what new way of thinking, what one thing can you do? Uh, it might be, I'm going to clean up my entire house for the month of September. I'm going to take it one room at a time. One week, I'm going to uh, start with my bedroom. You know, guys, I don't, you know, I don't know. It might be, I'm going to clean out the garage but really be intentional. And it's something about when you become deliberate and intentional uh, and you can take, you can baby step your way through this, but it's something about when you do that, that other areas of your life, remember I said the two things on the back burner that are simmering, these other areas in your life they begin to shift and change. Why? Because you're changing. The momentum of who you are is shifting and changing. That's powerful. And that's why I think we really underestimate the power of starting small. So choose one area. You guys email me, Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Let me know what that one area is. I would love to have some of you, don't be shy, guys, and ladies and gentlemen, I would love to have some of you come on the air and just share what your one area of change was for September and how you walk that out. We're not looking for perfection. Perfection don't, don't exist, everybody. We are just looking for excellence. Okay, well, I'm going to go to these quick commercials and then I'm excited about my guests. Uh, I'm going to be right back with Dr. Barbara Franklin. Everybody stay tuned. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. 
an experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Well, everybody, I'm back and I'm excited. I know what you're saying, Constance. You're always excited and you're exactly right. Have a very special guest today. You know, the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show is all about answering your questions and then sharing with you new mindsets and then strategies to move forward. So this woman today, she's a powerhouse, Dr. Barbara Jones Franklin. Y'all, she is so smart. She got more degrees than the thermometer, but she is a high energy administrator who is who is reigniting our wow in educational systems. We need that right now. Uh, she let me just read some of her positions. Uh, assessment director, Title I director, administrator, etc. I'm going to let her tell a little more. But more importantly, I know her as a master teacher, trainer, facilitator. She understands spiritual principles. She understands the metaphysical. She just knows how to break it down. If ever I need some warning or something, I'll call Dr. Barbara, and she is so brilliant and smart that um, she helps me out. So I'm, I'm curious to see what we're going to be talking about. So Dr. Barbara Jones Franklin, welcome to the Law of Retraction Radio Network. Thank you, Constance, and thank you so much for having me today. Oh, my God, you read some of my bio but some of those positions are what I used to walk in, but yeah. I'm the curriculum and assessment director for the Department of Juvenile Justice. So thank you again so much for being here. Okay, so go ahead and correct me live on radio. That's right. I was just reading your old bio. <laughs> but uh, Dr. Barbara, uh, tell listeners, international listeners, where you live a little bit about you, kind of like what you like to do uh, in your leisure time, and then we're going to get started. Well, again, I'm Barbara Franklin. I'm delighted to be here. Um, presently, during my leisure, um, since we've been in the pandemic, I've spent a lot of time reading, uh, meditating, visualizing, getting myself together, Constance, because what I didn't want to happen was when, I, when we come out of this, I didn't want to be the same person I was when I came in. And so I've spent a lot of time uh, doing soul work, wanting to be a, making a, a better version of myself and becoming this this better version of myself. I like what I'm seeing. I like what I'm feeling. It's not always easy, but if I keep my mind on the end results, I know I'll be happy in the end. So I just appreciate you again. But when I'm not in a pandemic, I spend a lot of time in Atlanta. Uh, I work there every day, just about. And so I spend time there. Um, I'm out at Lenox Mall. I'm out shopping. I'm out eating. I'm with my friends. We drive up, you know, and go down and just spend the day. Um, I spend time with my grandkids. I have two grandsons. A lot of people Girl, don't know that. I didn't know I that. Just, I know. I spend time with them and we just celebrated um, the youngest birthday uh, two Saturdays ago. So I so that's that's a lot of my time right there for now. Okay. And plus for my international listeners, this is a football team. She is a gigantic, humongous Atlanta Falcons fan. So I wanted y'all to see that side of her. She lives in Macon, which is about an hour and 15 minutes away from Atlanta, just giving them a, 
global worldview. So, Dr. Barbara, what are we going to talk about today? Today, Constance, I wanted to talk about um, faith and shifting our mindsets mm. because faith shifts shifts mindsets. And so I want to talk about that today. Go ahead. Well, I know that uh, there's so much going on in, in the world today. Uh, there, you know, we're facing many obstacles right now. There, there's some opposition. There's a lot that's going on in the news. There's a lot that's going on in our families. We've experienced some sickness and disease, possibly some, some deaths. And so I believe in this hour is going to be very important for us to shift our mindsets, to shift our focus and focus more inwardly what, what is the outcome we want to experience individually. And even in the home with the family, what's the outcome as a family we want to experience and to keep our eyes on the outcome. And so I've come today with faith and I've come, I wanna talk just a little bit about 1 Samuel, the 17th chapter. Okay. And I'm not sure if, if your listeners are familiar with the Bible or if they read the Bible, but it, that they can find it in 1 Samuel, the 17th chapter. Because our friend David, I like to call him my uh, first cousin, okay. our friend David is experiencing this giant, this, this opposition that looks like he's not going to win. And right now, Constance is looking like America. It's looking like the world is not going to, to win. But I believe that this too will pass. I believe we're going to come out of this. And I believe we're going to come out better than we were before we came into this. It may not look like it now, but I believe globally, if we get this picture and we shift globally the paradigms that need to be shifted, we'll see a positive outcome and have a beautiful ending to the story. Okay. David had a beautiful ending to his story. We have this young boy who's facing this man who's at least 6'9". Mm. I mean, he's, he's a giant of a man. He's a champion of champions. Not only is he big, but he has a big mouth. And you know how our, 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 our feelings, our mouth, uh, our mouths and what we've experienced will tell us you can't do that. Mm -hmm. You're too small for that. You don't have the education for that. Nobody in your family ever did that. Who do you think you are to even attempt to do this? So there's a loud voice that's always screaming, but there's a part of us on the inside that has to scream louder than that voice. Where we're going, Constance, has to become bigger than where we are. Ooh, that's good. Who we want to become, Constance, has to become bigger than who we are right now. That version of us on the inside, see, there's unfathomable power on the inside of us that has to become bigger than the influences on the outside of us. David tapped into that power. And I want us to tap into that power today. That's good. That kind of sets the stage for where we're yeah. going. And, and so here's David, smaller possibly but he he i'm not i'm gonna let you tell the story so for listeners just like you said they may feel like oh my god my my finances my marriage my my job working from home is so overwhelming yes and those are some those are some major concerns that we're having right now but we're not going to listen to outside influences david never listened to outside influences as he faced this giant of a man this six nine Weighing heavy armor, heavy armor, helmet. He's got a spear, a sword, and a javelin in his hand. He is prepared for battle. He's weighing, he has, a, he has his own shield. Then he has a man in front of him, an attendant, who has a shield, 
a huge shield that's covering and protecting him. We have David who appears not to have anything except a slingshot. But what David does, he has, he has Jehovah. He has God on his side. He has a track record also. So we've got to remember that we've come through hard, hard times before. Mm -hmm. We've been in difficulty before. We faced opposition before. David remembered that he faced the lion. He faced the bear and he killed both. And he asked the giant, who are you to think you will defy the armies of the living God? Who are you to think this? And that's what we should be telling uh, the opposition against our destiny, because that's what it's trying to do. Prevent us from getting to our destiny. Prevent us, uh, you know, from becoming great. Prevent us from becoming the first in our family to, to excel and succeed. To prevent us from accepting the nomination to be great. That's what he was doing. He was breathe, was talking junk for 40 days. The Bible said he was screaming out, send somebody to fight against me for 40 days. Nobody got out of ranks. David comes up to bring his brother some food. His father sent him. He overhears what the giant is saying and said, who is this? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that's talking this foolishness to us? His brother told him to shut up. Who are you? Go home and tend to the little sheep you have. You know how people tell us, I saw your little logo. Mm -hmm. I, I, I see your little colors. I, I see your little, your little um, website. And so they started talking that kind of talk. But in this hour, Constance, we have to stay focused. And David changed the game. We're going to see it in a little bit. They're fighting in a valley in a low valley called the Valley of Elah. They're fighting and, and the enemy wants us to come low, to get depressed, to get heavy weighted at this time, to see no future, to see no hope. But that's not where we wanna get stuck. And we're gonna see in a little bit how David changed the game. Well, you know, that's so interesting because circumstances do scream at us. Who are you to think you could do that? You don't, you know, you don't have a degree, you know, God doesn't love you. How are you going to make it? Uh, but, but David obviously had something. He had a vision. And I love it when you said he had, he, he obviously, he took a look at other stuff he had been through. So do listeners need to do that? Take a look at what they have come through and the victories and the triumphs that they do have. Yes, I think it's very important to remember what we've been through, Constance. I have to do it all the time. You remember that you've, you've not always had a job. You, you, you've been broke before or you've been between blessings before. You've had a relationship that didn't work before and you came through it. You lived through it. We're going to live through this as tumultuous as, as it has been as devastating as it has been, we're going to come through this. And it's going to begin with each individual taking ownership, each individual working his or herself or himself or herself, I should say. And I know better than that. Yeah. So we each have to do our work. We each have to do our part. And we have to be consciously aware of where we are and how we're feeling at all times. That's a, and David obviously had to be saying some self-talk had to be going on in his mind and in his thinking. Yes, because prior to his going into the valley, this low place, David, they tried to put David on the king's armor. You wear this because you got to protect yourself. 
you got to do this. You got to do that. You know, people don't, you, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need, you need your business plan before you do this. You need to, but, but there's, there's a part of us on the inside that has all of the answers. Mm-hmm. And if we tap into that, David told him, no, I can't go with these. I can't fight the way he's fighting. See, Goliath was used to a certain type of warfare. He was barbaric. He would tear his enemy apart. He was really fearful because as I've read a book by Malcolm, his last name is Malcolm. He wrote a book and I studied that book and he talked about Goliath and he talked about the conditions uh, that he was really uh, sick. He was double-sided. He was huge. He was slow. He, you know, all that armor weighing him down, but David was young. He was smart. He didn't fight the way he fought. David knew if he approached him, he would tear him apart. So David worked that valley. I like to call it like a full court press. Mm-hmm. He, che- he kept moving and said, we got to keep moving. We got to move forward. We got to, even if we're shuffling, if, even if we're taking baby steps, move forward, do something, visualize, meditate, do affirmations, but start somewhere. And yeah. David started maneuvering in that valley. I'm sorry, Constable. You're fine. You're fine. David must have had a new mindset, a new way of thinking, a new way of doing something, a new idea coming out of his comfort zone of what was the way things had always been done. Yeah, David's mindset was he was a conqueror. He knew he'd already killed a bear. Mm. He said, I took him by his hair. He took one of my father's sheep and I took him by his hair and I slew him. Now, who takes a bear by the hair? Mm. And I took a lion and I slew him and I took the sheep out of his mouth. So David was not a coward and David was skillful. And it's important for us to study what it is that we want to do or study the people who have done it. Because if it was done one time, it can be done another time. It can be done again. It can be done again and again. So you find someone who's doing what you want to do. Find someone who is successful doing it. Study that person. Study your skills. Study your talents. Study your abilities and work it. I heard T.D. Jake say say one time, work everything you got. Mm. He said, ladies, work your hips, work your Mm. mind, work your Mm. mouth. So we've got to work everything, especially in this hour, Constance. And David did exactly that. He worked that valley. He was moving. He He never came toward him because Goliath told him, come to me because he knew if he came to him david never approached him he just maneuvered all around him and he found a spot where he took that sling and ballistic experts have studied and talked about the velocity of that rock to be able to bring that giant down so there's a momentum we can enter there's a mindset we can get we'll start moving with a certain momentum that will accelerate us to get the job done faster than we can even imagine. I've had Ooh, to that's do it. good. Well, give us an example of when you've had to do it. Well, I did it constantly when I was working. Um, I've been out of work, and mm-hmm. I also did it when I was working on my doctoral degree. Mm-hmm. I had no one to model. No one in my family had, had done it, had gotten a, a doctorate degree. And so I didn't know people close to me who had done it in my family. So there was no model. But I started to visualize. That's what I understood the power of visualization. Because mm. as a man thinking in his heart, so is he. 
whatever we think in our heart, because that's where the subconscious mind deep in the inside of us, whatever you, we form there, it, it's like it's tattooed there. It cannot be removed. It's tattooed yeah. there. And so I started vision, every 10, only 10 minutes, Constance, every morning before I left my room, I would visualize that I was at the graduation, that I was done, that I was in an air-conditioned building. There were graduates everywhere. I felt the floor on my, under my feet. I felt the air conditioner. I saw the people and I heard pomp and circumstance. Dun, 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 mm. dun, dun. I had my, my hood over my arm. I felt the weight of the hood. I, I heard them call my name and I turned to the audience and the, and the uh, professor draped my hood. I felt all of it. I shook hands with everyone across the stage, walked down to stop for my picture, walked to my, back to my seat. I did that every morning and I did it every night. And you're talking about picking up some momentum where I had been stuck for a That's long good. time in the process. The momentum, I started getting the answers I needed. I started moving and started getting everything together. And before I knew it, I was on the phone with both of my professors and they were having a conversation about me as if I weren't even on the phone. That's good. And, you know, and something, David had something as small as a, a slingshot. Is that what he had? Yes. That seems so small. And maybe visualizing 10 minutes a morning seems so small oh to listeners. But look how powerful that is. Very powerful. And not only that, Constance, but David, once he hit him, he took his head off. Mm. He paraded his head. The thing that was screaming at him, he conquered it. He found, he asked a question prior to that. He says, what will I get if I kill him? They said, your father's taxes will be canceled. You will marry one of the king's daughters and you'll be wealthy. That was wow. enough for David. So we need to identify what's on the other side. What, what are we going to get? I said, I'll be a doctor. I'll be the first doctor in my family. Mm. I'll have the honor of have have, for having obtained the highest degree possible when I never thought I would have done it. So the satisfaction in that, being called a doctor, being recognized as such, Walking in the and Constance, I would even get up in the morning and say, since I'm done with the program and I wasn't done, what would I wear to work today? What would a doctor wear to work today? How would I walk? How would I act? And I started doing it. That is so good. So really on the other side of fear is unlimited abundance, prosperity, the greatest dream ever. Yes. Yes. Your dream will come true. That that you think is impossible becomes possible. It became possible. So, so what do people do with self-talk? Because we know David had to be saying something to himself. How do they manage all of the chatter that's going on in their minds? What I did, Constance, to, to manage that chatter, it was through meditation. Mm -hmm. I silenced out the chatter. And I only focused on what I wanted. Mm. I just focused on what I wanted. And I didn't hear anything else but what I saw inside of me every morning and every night. The first thing I got up in the morning, 
and the last thing I saw before I went to bed. That's that shuts out the clatter because there's confidence that that comes through visualization. There's a confidence. There's a knowing. There's an assurance that you are who you say you are. You you start to own it. You start to believe it. You start to know it with everything inside of it. I started to know I was done with that program. It's kind of hard to explain, but it, it, it becomes alive inside of you. It becomes real. And you don't worry about how it's going to happen. Focus on what you want. Use your imagination. Meditate on the scripture. Focus on what it is that you want. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. It is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. I'm a living witness. Yeah. So you were living from the end. Yes. Yes. And so I know another thing you, and, and we're talking about how to change your mindset when everything outside is screaming, <laughs> kind of like Goliath was at David. You can't have that. You can't do that. I know you did the same thing with your uh, car. Yes, I wanted a car. I was working with you then I, um, as my coach. You were walking me through this process. And I think it was one of the first things we manifested together was that car. I had already downloaded it on my iPad and I needed a new car. I didn't want a car. I needed a car. And so I was telling you about it one day. And so after a while, you said, go test drive. And I was like, oh, I ain't in no shape to go. You said, go test drive. It. And so I went and I um, started test driving a car. And then I started really using my, my visualization. I started really imagining I was in that car. At the time, I was in the old BMW. I but from that, that day, I never saw that BMW again. I saw the red car, the red Rally Sport brand new Camaro that I wanted. Even though you were driving the BMW every day. I was driving the BMW. I was driving the Camaro. I drove that Camaro in my mind every morning and every night. I drove it all the way to work. I'm talking about comes from the time I walked out of my door. I would be visual. I was going to that red car. And I would hear, you know, you open Mm -hmm, your car door. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would sit in that car and I would ride that car to work in my mind. I'm in a Camaro. Then after a while, I started seeing Camaros. I started seeing them as a man thinking of his heart. So I would see them behind me in the rearview mirror. I would see them coming towards me. And then I knew it was going to be a matter of time before I got it. And it was a matter of time. I was driving the exact car I visualized. At first, Constance, I I went to the car lot. I almost forgot about what I had been visualizing. And I was just going to get a car, but it wouldn't work. And all of a sudden, the Lord spoke to me and said, You've been asking for, you've been looking at a red car. And you said you want a rally sport with the light. The light. I was like, sir, this is what I want. And I told him, he says, I think we got one in the back. Hmm. And I drove that car for eight years. Wow. So, so what are the lessons can, can listeners learn? This is so good, Dr. Barbara, Thank from you. this whole powerful story in the Bible. You, you mentioned lesson- so much. Yes, the lesson we need to learn is don't allow the bully, the thoughts outside of you, the outside voices, don't let the opposition stop us. Don't let it stop us. It's screaming because it knows you're great. Mm. It's screaming because it knows you're going to the next level. It's screaming because it knows greatness is on the inside of you and God has a plan and a purpose that's bigger than you. 
It knows that. So it wants to keep us at a certain level. As long as you don't try to rise, it wants to keep us complacent. And so in order to get through that meditation, because the book of the law is not going to depart from my mouth. I'm going to meditate day and night. It's just 10 minutes. It seems like it's minute. How can that work? But it's very, very powerful. I, I've, every time I've worked it, it has worked. Yeah. Every time I've worked it. You know, I share a story of a man who, who was, didn't know how to read, probably didn't have a high school diploma, but he, he, he could read the Bible, uh, you know, certain things in the Bible. And he, he understood and read, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That's the one thing he read and would go in his closet and meditate on day and night. That one scripture or for listeners, that one mantra or that one truth, uh, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, made him a multimillionaire. When he began to meditate on that, mm -hmm. he would get downloads about the stock market, which he didn't even know how to, he didn't know nothing about the stock market, and he would invest. So what Dr. Barbara is saying, I mean, visualization and meditation are two powerful things that you can do right now. Yes, free. Just a little time. All we need is a little time and you will have what you say. So you, so you become who you want to become. So David was intentional. Very talk, intentional. Talk about the power of intention. He oh, probably had to say, I'm going here, I'm going that. So talk about that for listeners. The power of intention. Oh, my God. It's very, very powerful. When you set an intention that this is what you're going to do, you become unstoppable. Yeah. Because you're, it, it's, it, you made your mind up. You know exactly what you want. And you have to know exactly what you want. You can't be wishy-washy because a double-minded man is not going to receive anything. We're considered unstable. So we have to be intentional in what it is that we want to accomplish. Even the ministry I just launched, Barbara Franklin's ministry, I was very intentional with it. After meeting with my pastor, after talking to certain people about it, I just made the made my mind up, this is what I'm gonna do. And then all of it, and then Constance, you may not have all of the answers, but the downloads come. I didn't have the answers on how to finish the doctoral degree, how to finish that program. But I would move because it's inspired movement. It's like you're moving beyond your moving. It's like you can't stop your movement. It's like I would get up and I would go to the dining room table and I would start getting everything together. It's like you get up and you just go to the car lot and the right person is there. It's like you get up and the person that you've sent the resume to is actually waiting for you. They, they'll tell you. I was going to go to lunch. Mm -hmm. Something told me to stay here. You'll get the downloads that you, when you're intentional, you will get the downloads. David was very intentional and he was driven because he knew he wasn't by himself. Mm -hmm. He knew God was with him. He knew he, what he knew what he had already done. He was standing on that and he moved forward. He was not, he moved forward and did what he needed to do. He changed the game tremendously. I used to see him as this little boy fighting this big giant. Oh no, he was skillful. He was very skillful in what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. There's a knowing that comes 
from your past victories. There's a knowing that should come from the past victories. We should know, okay, you brought me out before. I've been in the, I'm coming out again. That's why people who are rich and wealthy don't worry about losing their money. I'll get it again. Yeah. Because I'll it, make it again. Because it's in, it's in their subconscious, you, you know. And so when you're intentional, the whole universe conspires to come and help you. You know, God is intentional. So it looks like for listeners, they need to just decide. It's September, y'all. They need to decide what they want, focus in on that. And like you say, you don't have all the answers. You just begin the momentum of movement. It will come. You don't have the answer. But if you get still, and I'm sitting, I'm sitting back now. Okay. If you get still, Constance, because you don't want resistance. You want to relax. That's why meditate. You, you get still and you focus on what it is that you want. You get intentional through identifying what you want. That momentum after a while, when you all the distraction because you're not used to it. So once all the distraction and you can really just get focused and play that picture out and not only play it out, but feel what it would feel like to be finished with the program. I felt the feeling of what it would feel like to be done with that doctoral program. I felt the weight lifted off my shoulders. I would even cry for excitement and joy of being done. Wow. I would I would hear people saying, congratulations, Dr. Franklin. I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud. I would hear people saying that to me. I would read it in text because people are going to text you and tell you certain things. So not only do you visualize, but feel what it would feel like to have the job you want. You know, that's so good. You're great at that. So you're living from the end. You're not thinking about it. You're not thinking from, you're living from it with emotion, clarity, color, all of the above. Yes. You, you use your five senses. You smell, use taste, use feel, touch it, touch what you want. See, don't, don't watch the scene. You're, you are the scene. Mm. I wasn't watching the, I was in the graduation. That's good. My feet, my heels. I wasn't watching that car. I owned that. I was in the car, driving the car. And I used my feeling to feel the leather, Mm. to see the color leather I wanted. You feel it. And I'm working that now, even for ministry. Because I visualized us, Constance. Did you? I visualized because my my motto is, or my vision is, I'm lighting the world through dynamic conversations about things that matter most. You're helping me to fulfill what it is I desire to just have an engaging conversation with you about a topic that matters most to not just me, but to people around the world. I had no idea because I hadn't talked to you. No, ma'am. I, 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 I had no idea, you know, kind of what her vision was. I knew what her gifts and talents were. But I felt led, once again, when you begin to move, you, you know, uh, my, my, my pastor said, uh, sometimes the spirits say drive down the street. And it's when you show up and drive, you know, make a right. So one day I was tending to my own little business <laughs> And I saw you teaching. I'm like, listen to Dr. Barbara. And I reached out to you. 
And I'm going to tell you, y'all, she was so busy. She got back with me about four or five weeks later. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of playing. But you know what the spirit <laughs> said to me? She's in, she's in momentum right now. And I texted her and said, whenever is the right time, contact me. So now That's is the right said. time. Mm-hmm. You said, whenever you're ready, the right time presents itself. You said, let me know. You, and, so, you, and, so you move from resistance. Go ahead. Getting me to come on. And you, whenever you're ready. And I felt that when I read it. By the spirit. I did. I felt that. And I kept it in my mind. And then last week, he said, do it now. Yeah. Call it. What, what this, and listen, we're just teaching you something. So when you do something, some people call it inspired action about the spirit. Maybe she needed to learn some more things or get some more revelation about stuff. Had she been on earlier, she might not would have shared that with you. So when she said, Constance, it got to be later, that's when I said, whenever you're ready. So that's an example of not trying to coerce, struggle, or make nothing happen, but your in, inspiration comes from in spirit. So true, Constance. And yeah. what happens when we don't have the effort, just put an effort forth, effort makes it harder. But when we enter a state of rest, when you know that you know it's a done deal, that's when the universe rises and conspires. And he and God, they work collaboratively to bring us to our highest and best good. So how do you know when you know? I can hear a listener asking that question. When it passes your conscious mind, when you stop trying to figure out how and why and you deal with your hidden beliefs about an issue. And when you can actually see it and feel it and know it right there. It's a matter of just a matter. Consider it done. Talk about the, talk about the, excuse, talk about the conscious and the subconscious mind. You're so great at that. Well, the conscious mind, (laughs) it's like a door. Everything gets to come through the conscious mind. Okay. There's no filter. So we have to be careful to guard our eyes and to guard our ears, what we see and what we hear Uh, It's very important. 85% of what happens to us is because it's in our subconscious mind. It does the work. It does all of the work for us. That's why Job said the thing I feared the most came upon me because worry and fear, that's visualization. You're fearing the worst. You're worrying about the worst case scenario. But positive vision, but visualization itself is very powerful. Because you're seeing the best, you're seeing the good, you've been and you're being intentional, you're seeing what you want to happen. You're saying, let there be. And the subconscious mind says, okay, I got you. Okay. Because you've passed it, you've settled it, it's there. When Constance, I knew that I was done with that program and I still had two more chapters to write. Mm. There's a knowingness on the inside that, that becomes bigger than you. You, you start walking, you, you just, because you'll see, you'll pay attention to what you're doing. You'll see yourself moving in that momentum. You know, it's not you. you you'll know it's not you. You'll, you'll know it's God moving and you'll be like, I got to write today. I, I got a call. I got to make this call today. 
I got to do, you'll start, that's inspired action. That's that momentum I'm talking about. Where you, you just start moving, the ball is in your court and you are working that ball. So if you're a basketball player, you're not on the defense, but you start moving down the court. You start moving with this momentum that's going to bring a huge, huge result. And then. Well, everybody, we had a little technical difficulty. The <laughs> truth is I slept with my air condition on last night. And uh, I had to stop this recording to, to kind of get myself together here. But Dr. Barbara, we were talking about momentum and faith. What else do you feel like you want to share with listeners? Well, the last thing I wanted to say, um, one thing I wanted to say, Constance, I know a lot of people find themselves out of work. I know there's a lot that's going on, but uh, maybe about a, a few years ago, maybe seven or eight years ago, I was out of work. So I know what that's like. I know the feeling of being out of work. And so what I started doing to get through that, first of all, I had to get through the feeling of um, not having a place to go because when you've worked for so long yeah, and you find yourself in a position where you're no longer clocking in at eight o'clock or 7.30, your whole mind shift has to change. And so that's when I really started doing the inward work. That's when I really grew up. I started the growing up process. So see it as an opportunity to really grow up. Don't panic. Don't be afraid. This is going to pass. You're going to look back and say, wow, I'm a better person because of it. Because a lot of times uh, you haven't lost anything. The direction in which you were traveling changed. My direction changed. I know the bills have to be paid. And if you get still, ideas and thoughts will come to you to tell you where to go or someone will call you who knows about the situation it's it's not a time to be quiet it's okay to share with trusted confidants what's going on if you hear anything let me know so i didn't do a whole lot of talking but i had some friends that i could talk to so i would talk to to a few of them and i started this internal work that led me on a journey that's been unbelievable. It even led me to you. It led me to different people. It put me on a path. It changed really the trajectory of my life. It doesn't seem like it at the time, but it's, it's a powerful moment and it's going to work. You're not too old to be looking for a job. I'm too old, I'll be looking for no. No, you're not. And, and people will get in trouble for discrimination against age. So they're very careful because what it's saying, if you're an older person, I want to really talk to you is that you're with, you have wisdom mm -hmm. and you have in your season, you're veteran. So there's a certain level of confidence you need at this time. And it comes through meditation and visualization. I started Constance, the same steps, the same process that I was leaving this house every day and I was going to work. I just started visualizing. And, and at first, I didn't make it. I, I just thought of something. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I, I, I took the, um, the power out of it that was working against me. And I started saying I was on vacation. Mm. I'm on vacation. And I remember my pastor, uh, Reverend Gail Tarver Smith, she was, um, there were people who were sick in the church. And I told her, I said, don't worry about it. 
I'm on vacation. I'll go visit the sick. And I was going to the hospital. I was visiting the sick. And they were like, what you doing here? What, what are you doing here? I said, girl, you know I'm on vacation. Mm. And I just started looking at it from that angle because it takes the fear out of, I don't have no job. I'm on vacation. And I just kind of made a game out of it. I knew the seriousness of it. Trust me, I knew. And so I started visualizing. When I got tired of, of that, I started saying, okay, I'm going to work. You know what I did, Constance? I took all my old dresses and stuff out. I started washing them. I started getting my clothes together. I started buying pantyhose. I started getting perfume. I started getting myself together for a job. And one day, Constance, I put, I had a nice black uh, pinstripe suit. I put that suit on and I was headed a Bible study that night and I was pretending I was coming from work mm. and I was running late and I, I came in like I was running late and I just sat down like, child, it's been a long day. I have no job. People started asking me, girl, you're working. They started calling me. You're working. And so I used that and I started visualizing. I got a phone call one night from a dear friend of mine that says, doc, they need a principal at a school, but it's elementary. I said, I don't know. I'm high school. She filled out the application for me. I'm talking about people. She filled it out for me and I went for the interview. When I went to the interview, I meditated before the interview constant and said, God, you know what they're going to ask me? Download it. Mm. He downloaded it. They thought I had the question for the interview, but I didn't. It was downloaded to me. The superintendent walked me out. I knew I was in good. I said, this is good. Superintendents don't walk you out unless they. <laughs> and I, she's, and they called me and said, you, we can't give you that job, but I got another job for you. And she said, if you take that job, when the one you want becomes available, I promise you, I'm going to get it to you. So if you find it, meditation, visual, visualization are powerful tools. Wow, that's powerful. Tell people how they can contact you. How can they follow you on social media, et cetera? This is so good. Yes, I'm on Facebook. Um, Barbara Jones-Franklin. Send me a friend request. I'll gladly accept it. I post every day on my page. I go live on Sundays at 8. You can also find me on Instagram. It's Dr. BJF1913. I'm on Instagram. And I'm on Clubhouse as well. So I'm kind of getting out there and I'm going to eventually move from Facebook to YouTube. Mm -hmm. So we're making that transition to go there. So it won't be long before I do that, probably another month or so. And so those are the places you can find me. Barbara Jones-Franklin, Facebook, Instagram, Dr. BJF1913. And those who recognize the 1913, you'll know why it's 1913. And so. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to even ask. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You already know. And so those are the places you can find me. You are powerful. You are awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. And listeners, if you will just take what Dr. Barbara shared and just begin with one of the two, visualization, meditation living from the end. It is so powerful. And I'm going to say this to you, Dr. Uh, Barbara, I see you on the platforms of the world, yeah. touching the world globally. I've always said that to you and uh, just so happy for you and so proud of you. 
Thank you so much, Constance. Thank you. Everybody, uh, listen to this over and over again. And as I say every week, um, make a decision. It's a choice. Get happy. Stay happy. Be happy. Let's see what happens. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com. It's time to put on your party hat at Harris Cherokee Casino Resort and Harris Cherokee Valley River Casino and Hotel. From the thrilling yet intimate experience of Harris Cherokee Valley River Casino and Hotel in Murphy, North Carolina, to the Vegas Star Resort at Harris Cherokee Casino Resort in Cherokee, North Carolina, these destinations will brighten your day and light up your night. Must be 21 years of age or older to enter the casino floor and to gamble and must present a valid state or federal photo ID upon request. No one to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Enterprise of the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians.